0: Holy gospel according to Saint Matthew the 26th chapter Now on the first day of unleavened bread the disciples came to Jesus saying Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the passover He said Go into the city to a certain man and say to him The teacher says my time is at hand I will keep the passover at your house with my disciples And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And as they were eating, he said, Truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful, and began to say to him one after another, Is it I, Lord? He answered, He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? He said to him, You have said so. Now as they were eating Jesus took bread and after blessing it broke it and gave it to the disciples and said Take eat, this is my body. And he took a cup and when he had given thanks he gave it to them saying Drink of it all of you for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus.
1: From the beginning of the universe, God wants to be with you. In Genesis chapter 2, God creates Adam and Eve not only to be together with each other, but to be together with him. Sin broke this relationship, and in spite of humanity hiding from God because of their sin, he went looking for them. God never has stopped desiring to be together with his people. Our Old Testament reading from Exodus chapter 24 is an example where God desires to be with his people and do whatever it takes to bring them close. The goal of the Exodus culminates in a feast with God after he defeated the Egyptian gods. This goal was given Moses from the burning bush in Exodus chapter 3 verse 18. When God bids Moses to tell Pharaoh, he wants his people to travel three days out of Egypt so they can be together. The land of slavery was no place to be together. God wanted them free, without any burdened conscience, so he could freely feed and satisfy them. And nothing less would be best. Pharaoh thought compromise would be best. First, Pharaoh would only let the people go after he got what he wanted, but his appetite for control was insatiable. Then Pharaoh said the people could worship God in Egypt, but God wanted them free from that land. Next, Pharaoh said only some Israelites could go and worship God, but God wanted everyone To be there. Lastly, Pharaoh said everyone could go but no animals, which meant no sacrifices for the feast. But God wouldn't compromise because he desired everyone with him, really present, to fully celebrate by giving his gifts. Anything less wasn't best because consciences would be bound, creating doubt whether God really loved them. The feast in Exodus 24 is a foretaste of the feast of the Lord's Supper, where God draws all his people together, even people like Judas, with his best gifts. The Lord's Supper is unique compared to the Old Testament feasts. In Exodus 24, God gives the animal's sacrifice body to feed his people. And the blood of the sacrifice, made holy by touching the altar, is sprinkled on the outside of the people. In Matthew chapter 26, Christ gives his own divine body to feed his people, and his divine blood is poured inside his people. Every feast in the Old Testament is a sign pointing to a closer and closer relationship with God. But in the Lord's Supper, Christ joins himself to us, not on the outside, but from the inside out. Jesus forgives our sins, gives his divine life and salvation in the Lord's Supper. Jesus wants our consciences freed in the Lord's Supper, and anything less than what he mandates isn't best. This is precisely why these days are so disorienting. We were created to be with God and each other, and the Lord's Supper is the sacrament that restores and fulfills us. But we are so distant. Some of us might be able to articulate why these times are so off, and some of us simply might feel it. Screens do not replace being with each other. Seeing someone doesn't replace hugging them. And driving by someone's house doesn't replace actually sitting down and sharing a meal. We can virtually be with people, but it isn't best. Unfulfilled desires sometimes make us do things that are not best. We could squash our desire to be with each other by settling for screens from now on. Or we could create rules that, when followed, give the picture of being with each other, but really is not being together. However, unfulfilled desires can also create longing, a longing we need to embrace so Christ would form it to focus on what's best. Rather than coming up with compromises about how we could be together with God and each other, we simply embrace our suffering for the Lord's Supper, embrace the ache, and turn to Christ in his word and prayer, keeping focus on what's best, the Lord's Supper celebrated as Christ mandated it. Nothing less than the Lord's Supper celebrated as Christ mandated will satisfy our desires to be with him and each other. Christ's word is the sure thing in all of our lives. And in the Lord's Supper, he says he's fully present for you, forgiving your sins based upon his death and resurrection. He says he wants all of you there, even those who have disregarded his invitation in the past. He says he wants you and him together, not simply following some rules, but actually sitting down, eating, and drinking. So what do we do now as we wait to return to the Lord's altar? First, we repent of our sins and the times we ignored the Lord's invitation. Then we receive forgiveness in God's word of eternal life. Next, we remember all the ways Jesus shows his desire to be with us in order to help us form our prayers. And lastly, we hope. We hope in the way that forms our longing to greatly anticipate our return to the Lord's Supper. And when that happens, it will be a great and glorious day. It will be the best, a foretaste of heaven.